Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of the Acre Podcast brought to you by Fellowship Memphis. Acre meaning arts, culture, religion, and entrepreneurship. That's a mixed bag, but it's things we like to talk about, so we're going to talk about them. Uh, today in studio, we're going to have John Bryson, who is the lead pastor of Fellowship Memphis. And he's going to be talking specifically about uh, the Engage Memphis Fund, which he calls a mutual fund of goodness. It's about $200,000 set aside within the Fellowship Memphis budget that just goes to bless any and everybody in need. So it can go to international missions, it can go to foster care, and we'll get into all this in the conversation, as you'll see. Uh, Hope you enjoy it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait, sorry, Daniel McGarry, our tech producer. He will be joining us on the podcast as well. And I'm your host, Seth Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome John Bryson. All right, well, welcome. We got John Bryson in the studio today uh, on the very first ever podcast from Acre, a podcast coming out of Fellowship Memphis. Uh, welcome to the podcast, John I'm Bryson. I'm glad to be here. I love starting things. love yeah. new things. <laughs> this is going to be fun. So um, obviously, you being the lead pastor of Fellowship Memphis, uh, you're going to have plenty of conversations moving forward uh, in this forum, on this podcast for uh, both our people in Fellowship Memphis, outside Fellowship Memphis, but uh, something really uh, particular is coming up in May, right? And uh, that is going to be a, a pretty significant focus on what Fellowship does with their Engage Fund, right? Um, so, I remember when I came in, this was you know November of 2016 or 15. I, I didn't really understand what the Engage Fund was. Uh, it was sort of this deal that sort of existed outside the regular budget. I didn't know what it was going to. So, I think this would be also beneficial for me to kind of gain some clarity on what exactly we're doing with that. Uh, what the original vision was behind it, um, and where we see it going in the future. So uh, as we're sort of encroaching upon May, mm-hmm. uh, why don't you just fill us in on what the Engage Fund in, how, how it got started, mm-hmm. uh, and what we're probably going to be looking at in May, and kind of just let us know some of that. Yeah, great. Love to do that. Um, we were probably four or five years old as a church, and began to have some needs and some dreams that we knew would exist outside of our normal operational giving. And we had always, and still to this day, have one primary way to give to Fellowship Memphis. And we have a budget every year and get that approved. And um, and then we have an operational giving. Uh, and then we have, like you mentioned, uh, an Engage Fund. And Engage, I like to call it a, a mutual fund of goodness. Uh, it, it, it tackles some needs and some opportunities that we draw attention to. Uh, once a year, and we try to fill that fund up, and then it serves us and allows us to meet needs and seize opportunities for the next calendar year. And so our very first year, I remember we went way out there and thought, man, if we could just raise $25,000, that would be amazing. And then it was fifty, and then a hundred, then 150 and right now it's right around $200,000 a year, and we're revisiting that before we go with final a final number for May, but uh, so what, yeah. what was that first year? When was it started? That was probably if we started in two thousand three. That was probably two thousand eight, two thousand so five years into the yeah, church. Yeah. So what kind of prompted that initial? Let's start something separate. Yeah, one was catalytic, and so we really wanted to be involved in helping. Uh, funds together to do things in the city to help uh, some of the nonprofits, parachurch ministries in the city. We wanted to have a place where we could help fund our people to go on international mission trips. We wanted to have a place that could uh, help in the area of, of just immediate needs. So somebody's house burned down, somebody's car broke down. Um, we're not having to go up on a Sunday weekly and go, hey, this 
horrible thing happened to somebody in our body. Can we all pitch right. in and help? Uh, they know by giving, we know by giving to engage, you're able to, we're able to respond immediately as a church. So we're not having to raise funds for that. We're able to meet, help meet that need immediately. So it's, it's got both sides of that coin, a, a need meeting side and a catalytic, let's be a part of this financially side. Now I remember, uh, one of the funny stories that, you know, always got told to me when I first came in here was we used to have some sort of uh, like a grocery program, right? And yes. so was this in an effort to kind of combat some of the Yeah, uh, we quickly were... got a whole lot of street traffic and got, the word got out <laughs> that Fellowship was very generous with whoever came by their office. And so we were a young, new organization, not quite sure how to respond uh, to that kind of need. This in, is in, in a very city. early days, right? Yes, yes. And yeah. so we finally got some policy and procedure and uh, some wisdom from those who've been in Memphis longer than us. And, and we, we do respond appropriately, but we do respond appropriately. Yeah. So the intent behind it, obviously, is sort of similar behind the Engage Fund. Just the Engage Fund gives us some structure. It does, and it prioritizes the members of our church. And so those who have partnered with yeah. us um, uh, allows us to come beside them on mission trips. It allows, it helps. It does a lot of things. We can get into them. It helps fund campus outreach. And so... So what is that for... I'm, I still don't really understand what campus outreach does. Yeah, campus outreach is a campus ministry. It ministers to the, not just the University of Memphis, but also Rhodes and uh, Lemoyne Owen and a couple other campuses around. Uh, they partner with local churches. So in Memphis, it's Second Presbyterian and Fellowship Memphis. And so okay. they, we kind of share staff. Um, some of those staff, uh, they are on campus all day, every day. The, they bring students. Uh, Is this Denny? Uh-huh, Denny. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, it's been Tony, and Tony just transitioned to Chicago with right. Denny. And then also a bunch of so we've got 24 campus outreach fellowship Memphis students who are going on a summer mission trip to South Africa this summer. Oh, wow. Well, instead of all 24 of those people knocking on doors around fellowship Memphis, we're able to say, Hey, engage Memphis will, you know, invest $6,000 or whatever it ends up being $8,000 to help, uh, be a, uh, launch, um, those students into summer programs in South Africa this summer. So if campus, Campus outreach is a significant focus. Are there multiple? There are. That, like, they're like mainstreams. And, and we, we shift it each year and we, we announce it each year. It's it's mainly, it's, it's kind of, most years it's broken down 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%. So five 20% of Engage Memphis. The mutual um, fund. Yes. So okay. you've, got, you've got the benevolence response crisis piece of it. You've got international and local missions. We've had the, our... 117 ministry to foster care and adoption uh, that we're able to do in that uh, the campus outreach that we're able to be a part of that and then uh, church planting as people are uh, requesting help financially or churches that we've partnered with financially and so it's usually those are the five uh, strategic outreaches that our uh, elder board and staff team settle on and get excited about some of those have been tweaked and changed some of them have been combined uh, combined but we on the front end say hey we're trying to raise x amount of dollars here's how we see it playing out and obviously we can't exactly predict how many financial crises our members will have next year so it, it right. moves a little bit but roughly that's what that is so does this you said it's two hundred thousand is the budget for this year yes uh -huh. so does that exist outside of the budget for fellowship memphis operations yes yeah, so it, okay. it's it's the one designated fund we also have a residency fund as well i can talk about that but it's 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 the one of two designated funds that aren't part of our operational funds. Now, they partner together. So like um, our operational fund funds a baseline 
salary for our residents and historically engaged Memphis has helped pay for their seminary. And so there are okay. some things that overlap and enhance each other. Uh, and, but again, we're really clear on the areas that we're raising money for engage, what, what they go to. So when you think back uh, 2008 to today, what are some of those moments that you've seen engage just completely transform somebody's life or some stories that stick out to you yeah well hundreds thousands of responses to people within our body that have had needs where one of our outpost pastors or one of our pastors were able to literally respond immediately to a need uh We've uh, the churches we've been able to partner with and help plant uh, the residents um, over 40 or 50 of them now that have graduated that that really got them launched into vocational ministry uh, without debt of seminary. Where uh, are all those residents now? Oh, they're all over the place. It's amazing. They're just talking to a guy the other day. It was telling me he, Tony just moved to Chicago. Tony Dittman and had ran into four of our residents in Chicago in very strategic wow. roles of yeah. church. He was just, I can't believe. Memphis and Fellowship Memphis is sh- shaping Chicago with with residents that have gone there and um, man Texas uh, California that's just, right just Texas all over yeah yeah don't yeah, mess yeah. with Texas so it's um <laughs> yeah they're literally just all over some of them have planted churches some of them have stayed here in Memphis we've been able to help enhance the staff of several churches here in Memphis which is great uh, some have planted churches in Memphis some have uh, joined existing churches around the country and planted churches around the country yeah that uh the first branch you said of the the first twenty percent um, uh, giving to to needs around the community. Yes, um, how has that kind of played out to help people? Yeah, as uh, nonprofits have come to us to be a partner on something or sponsor something or. Um, it's just kind of our civic duty to the nonprofit and parachurch community that we so appreciate. Uh, usually there's a tie to our church, and so some, a bunch of our people are deeply involved there, so it would make sense that we would invest some financially or some of the key leadership are, are part of our church. And so uh, we've got a team on our elder board. I'm not on that team that, that – that, that determines the actual who gets disbursements and how much we're going to invest in a ministry, maybe a startup that uh, somebody in our church is doing that, that we want to help financially because no one else quite knows what this is or what it's doing. So wow, okay. it just allows us to be able to, again, corporately, somebody could go to 20 people and find, I bet, 20 supporters within Fellowship Memphis. But also it takes the pressure off our people to go, hey, when you give to Fellowship Memphis, we are giving to Campus Outreach and to uh, these ministries in the city. That yeah. could change each year. So yeah, It was crazy when just some conversations I've had over the couple of years, just there have been some people that have joined alongside the work of Fellowship Memphis, specifically because of the Engage Fund. Um, yes. I know we have uh, we have a sign language interpreter uh-huh. at East Lindsay, Memphis on Sunday uh-huh. mornings where, I mean, she started a business just to help with Engage. She did. She's real passionate about it and, and tithe some of her profits off her, her business she started, which is booming. And so she's done. She's great. And uh, I love that. Yeah. So what's happening in May? May. In May, we're going to take, um, actually, we may even start uh, last week or two of, of April, Easter's coming, obviously. We're just going to start drawing attention to Engage, uh, just like you um, uh, move people into um, being enlightened and educated about what Engage is. We actually, some people give to that year-round. Some people give. uh, We try to get a bulk of it raised in in May so we don't have to kind of keep talking about it. And uh, our people have always responded tremendously, and so it's been um, an amazing way for us to kind of give above and beyond our normal giving to fuel uh, causes and people and responses uh, that our people are passionate about. And occasionally, um, like we might, 
if we were going to quantum leap something, I would probably try to do that through engage. And so if we were going to try to go from um, four uh, residents to eight, I would probably say, let's make that a piece of engage. Let's all pull together. Uh, we're going to try to do $250,000, and that's what this is. We're going to double our residency. Like wow. that would be a, a, a ideal engage strategy. Wow. So if someone gives to engage, uh-huh. they are giving a set amount of money that goes into, like you're saying, the mutual fund of goodness. Yep. And then the disbursement of those funds gets determined by there's a team of our pastors and elders uh, and a couple of teams each year and we kind of revisit that each year as well okay and some take on the role of what what um, needs within our body are we going to respond to Um, and there's some policy and procedure as well we don't give more than x number of dollars to any one person or we don't fund more than 20 percent of any of a a mission trip someone's going on you know just to make sure that that's not being um, abused in any way or preventing someone from doing the the work of raising support for a mission trip but we're their church and we want to be a part of them getting to experience the gospel in another culture and so um so yeah, we want that to appropriately be a huge encouragement, but not um, be too much of any one thing. Yeah, I thought it was always interesting though that the, uh, I mean, the size of the church that Fellowship Memphis is compared to its budget size because they don't own property. Right. You know, they're able to kind of slim things down a little bit, and that's really intentional as well, right? With mm-hmm. asking people not necessarily to say, "Hey, ten percent," but right. you know, do two or four, and right. then go take the other and go bless the community of Memphis and. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever formally codified that or talked about that. I've, I've talked about, uh, I talk about it a lot to individuals and individually that um, uh, that I, I don't expect Fellowship Memphis to get a full 10% of anyone's giving. I love the fact that our people are more directly uh, tied to causes, I believe, because they, they give financially. You know, one model is, hey, give all your giving to the church and then our leadership team, our elder team will vet and, and look at missionaries and people and determine who officially we as a church are going to help financially. And we've just kind of, um, we've deconstructed that a little bit, uh, decentralized that and basically said, Hey, yeah, we, here's our budget number we've got to have to keep, keep the lights on, keep moving forward. Uh, but boy, be generous above and beyond us and, and go get directly tied into missionaries in our city and around the globe, as well as great gospel causes. And we encourage that and have always been uh, really open-handed with encouraging that. Yeah. So 2008 starts at about $20,000, big dreams, $25,000. Yeah. Uh, right now it's at 200. Where do you see the future of engage heading? Are there, uh, you're a futurist. Yeah. So yeah. are there, uh, are there certain projects that you see coming under the engage, um, umbrella that maybe aren't on the docket right now, but perhaps are on your radar moving forward that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're, um, yes, I definitely see that. I definitely, I think if we continue showing, certain dimensions of proven ministry like our residency would be one there's been enough proven work now in our rearview mirror that if we were to move to double that like the illustration i used a minute ago um i mean i think um a bunch of our people could be really excited about that and so i i like asking people to give above and beyond to really proven things and proven models and models that can scale and here's not just what we want to do but here's how we want to do it and then here's the financial piece but here's every other piece that that we need for this to happen and so anywhere i would say there's a new opportunity which i love new opportunities um that it makes sense in every other way the only missing piece is financially 
Mm-hmm. And it's before we raise money for Engage. You know, you can't always perfectly time when those are either. I might have to get up in November and go, this is too good an opportunity for us to pass up yeah. on. Every other thing's in place. The only thing missing is the upfront cash. This office we're in was one perfect example. So we had about an eight-week window to to decide to move up here and remodel it and raise the money and sign the contract. And uh, we just went before the body and said, here's the artist renderings. Here's what I would use for construction. Here's why. Here's the last t- first 10 years we were in this office space, but here's why this makes sense. And it, it, it made sense uh, except for we didn't have – $200,000 to do all the remodel. And so, and we had just raised money for Engage two months before. So, so it was there in the Engage fund. No, 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 we hadn't. So it wasn't on okay. our radar when we did Engage. And so that was an opportunity where I just said, hey, we've got a need. Here's what it was. Yeah. And so I've got a 13 year track record of just bringing what we need when we need it <clears throat> to our body. But as much as we can foresee something, yeah, it make, and it's a strategy of Engage, then it will be a part of Engage. Yeah. So, Let's say we head into May, you know, we're, uh, we're telling the stories about what Engage has done. Yeah. Um, coming out of that, I mean, if, if let's say best case scenario, you know, people get really excited about it yeah. and they go over and above what even is budgeted. I mean, what happens yeah. to excess dollars? Do those yeah. get appropriated in some strategic way? Or Yeah, I've always, um, we, we've had a history before of, of saying, hey, guys, we've raised it. You know what I'm saying? We don't need any more. Like yeah. when I've, even in the early days, said, send a check back saying hey if you want me to do something else with this i promise you i can find a good good cause oh, wow. or good okay. something we can do but man we're full cool. in other years i've said hey we went past the mark um we'll probably push our next get like i remember one year we we raised 30 or forty thousand more than we needed anytime that happens anyone who give can can take back whatever they have i don't know if anybody's ever actually taken me up on that but we pushed it so we didn't raise engage for another year and a half so it pushed how okay. Do you know what I'm saying? We just didn't do it. We didn't do it that next year. So we, when you say two hundred thousand, you mean two hundred thousand? Yeah, that's what we. And yes, uh huh. Yeah, you're not looking to go over and above that and then raise the same amount or yeah, up no. the budget next year. Or just, yeah, yeah. You and when we go a little bit over, I'd say it would push the engage campaign. If we went a lot over, I think we might go. Man, is there something? Uh, there's always a wish list. You know, is there something on the wish list that it makes sense? That again, the finances is all, finance. Cash is always a piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, cash itself can accomplish nothing. It's got to be a leadership structure and a, a strategy we all believe in, and it make it complements everything else we're already doing. But if it checks all those other boxes, and the only thing missing is cash, then uh, we would have conversations about that, you know, and just say, hey, do we want to jump on this now because we have some uh, funds available that fit all these other paradigms and everything we talked about in how this these funds would be it fits that as well like it's not out of step with how we raise this money yeah so the residency might be a great example that we raised it for four we had 20 or thirty thousand more and so we were able to do six residents instead yeah. of four and residency is a it's really a three-headed monster because we help engage helps with um their seminary um our operating budget helps with part of their salary, and then they raise part of their salary. So that there's really a, a three-headed beast that makes the uh, the residency program work. Yeah, it's funny because, um, man, one of the I guess complaints that I hear all the time from people um, about specifically the church, from people that are outside the church, is that church is just a business. Hmm. You know, it's run like a business. Um, but I mean, from what you're saying, the engage fund to me seems to really combat the narrative of churches of business yeah, I um, hope so. yeah. and just set that aside. And, yeah. uh, I think, it, I think it does really good things to kind of reconstruct people's 
perceptions of what the church can do. We try to be just as open and honest as possible. Uh, Finances is a part of a church. We don't run from that. Um, I've tried to be honest and direct. We print our weekly giving every week. We print our budget number. We print where we are for the week, where we are for the month, where Engage is. And so that information is available to people all the time as they're choosing to give or not give or invest or not invest in what we're doing uh, as a church. So come May, if people want to get involved in what way, how how do they do that? Do they go online and donate there or Mm -hmm. do they email JB or, you know, like I said, it's, it's, um, I think online last time I checked when you're giving online, uh, it, 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 there's, there's a drop down menu that allows you to say, I think it defaults to operational, and then there's engage, and then there's residency. Okay. And so those are the Is that right, three different ways you can. I'm those pulling are the that up right Three now. different ways you can uh, direct those things. Um, if it's a written check, just engage in the memo will work. Okay. Um, and if it's cash, envelope with engage written on the front, we'll get the job done. And then if it's over, bud, you get the check back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we at least ask you, hey, what do you want to do with this? Yeah. So. <laughs> now, obviously, they can do the online or they can do the check but there's something different starting this year right right With yeah the, uh, amazon partnership got a real amazon started a really cool deal called you can find it at smile.amazon.com and i'm a massive amazon shopper it's about 90 percent of what i yeah. get gets you shipped to my front door world. yeah prime everything but if I, every time I do something, every time anyone orders, and they instead of going to Amazon.com, they go to Smile.Amazon.com. Same, you get the same selection, same price, except when you make your purchase, uh, Amazon will donate to Engage Memphis 0.005% of your purchase, which yeah. you're out nothing, and it makes a donation. And so if all of us could do that, uh, I think it can make an impact on Engage. So what's the URL or the website to go to? Just always put Smile.Amazon.com. Okay, so instead of going to just Amazon.com. Correct. And you have to do that every time. Unless you set up some. So every time you go into Smile, do you have to pick where you're going to send it to No, it'll remember your choice. And you just, first time you're going to need to just put in Fellowship Memphis, you'll see it. And uh, though it may say Fellowship Memphis, it's we've designated that specifically for Engage. Awesome. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. One other way, unique way you can give, that's a great one because it costs you nothing, uh, is you can give stuff at uh, Fellowship Memphis backs like give. It, you can set up to, for asset giving, stocks and regular giving and all that. You can also donate uh, computers, laptops, uh, all kinds of anything. stuff. Anything. They go on a secondary market. They sell it. Fellowship Memphis gets the proceeds. You get the tax deduction. And so some of us are challenging ourselves to live more simply, to not just give from our income, but also say, man, what stuff is of value that I'm not using that I can just simply ship away? They send you the things to even ship it to them in, uh, no cost to you. And it's a great way. And uh, to and you can, again, select operations or engage when you give away stuff. And so if you, so, go, if you go through that process, they will walk you through everything. Oh, it's so easy. You okay. make one inquiry and they send you uh, the box or we've had people donate cars and they come with the tow truck if it doesn't run and tow it off. And so it's really no sweat off your back at all. And you're able to uh, give from your stuff. Wow. Okay. So there's tons of ways to give, to engage. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, cool. So that's coming up in a few weeks. Uh, thanks for being the first guest ever and probably one of the most recurring moving forward. Well, Hey, I look forward to that. This would be a great way for us to further explain things to our body that sometimes an announcement or a video announcement yeah. uh, just doesn't give you the the bandwidth to be able to really kind of talk about That's it. That's right. I think as people hear from you and hear from different members of our body, hear from people in Memphis just about what they're doing, Fellowship's very strange. 
Um, it's a very strange church. It doesn't look like what you would think of when you think of the American church. And I'm sure all that gets fleshed out, you know, as we continue this, but I would uh, prefer unique to strange. It's a strange, uh, Strange unique place. It has a negative connotation. (laughs) Unique is like intriguing. What I meant um, to say was it's a unique place full of life. Uh, no, but I think, uh, this is going to be a great way to kind of help people understand the philosophy yeah i agree of, totally of why agree. fellowship does the things the things that it does yeah um all right well thanks for being here uh we'll all get right. another one going soon thanks man all right john bryson everybody yeah.